Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks, and today's episode is all about Christmas. Woo! <laughs> the best time of the year. It is. It is. So we're going to talk no, a little. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why not? Uh, it's snowing. <laughs> oh, the best part. It, it is literally snowing right now. That's even great. <laughs> so we're not supposed to get that much, only a few inches, but. Christmas is one of my favorite times of the year. Cheryl's also. Uh-huh. Obviously not Melissa's. <laughs> we have established by now that I don't like winter and I need summer. Like, I need summer. She's basically a plant. She needs to photosynthesize. So I do. Melissa, we always say Melissa is solar powered. Yeah. So she needs the sun. Sunshine. Yeah, her I mood yeah. drastically changes with her. Solar when power. was the last time the sun was out? Yesterday, but it was hiding behind the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's winter for you. <laughs> so I'm Mike. I'm usually your host, Melissa and Cheryl. Today, no guests, just us today, hanging Hi. out, and Hello. we're talking about some animals associated with Christmas, some symbols associated with Christmas. And then we're going to talk about some of our favorite movies and things like that. So light on the nature today, probably one of the lighter shows on the nature. Uh-huh. We usually don't hit you too heavy, but we like to keep you interested. So yeah, yeah. It always comes back to nature. You say that we won't <laughs> talk about it, but we yeah. will. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to first talk about some of the animals associated with Christmas. Melissa always gets a little cheap because every time we talk about something she's about to do, has just done or about to do a program, a virtual program related to one of our topics. So, <laughs> so we're going to start off with reindeer. One of the You'll be glad to know that I have not researched reindeer yet, even <gasps> though I need to record yes. a park cows today. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, this, <laughs> this might help you a little bit. I don't have a ton of facts, but I got some pretty cool ones. So reindeer or caribou, um, as they're n- known in the scientific world, are associated with Christmas very regularly because of what? I'm waiting for you. Because they look like reindeer? No, because of who? Santa. Uh, oh, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> So bad leaving. <laughs> Santa Claus and his nine reindeer, not eight. Rudolph is a, he's a member of the team. Oh. Anyway, so they're associated with Christmas because of Santa Claus. So one thing I did not know is they make the large large I just tried to combine long and large. The longest migration for any non flying mammal. Oh, I didn't know that. They can because they make like a circle, right? Yeah. So they start in their breeding ranges, which is usually pretty far north, um, upwards in upper reaches of Canada, and sometimes like right along the Arctic Circle. So that's where they breed, and they'll have their babies, and then they'll circle back down. Sometimes in a year, it's upwards of 3,000 miles. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. I know. Blew my mind. Not all of them, but some of them, like some of the ones that are taking the big long haul there. Wow. Upwards of 3,000 miles. 3,000 for. And they're large. Like, we're talking a 1,000-plus pounds here. Yeah. Like, and the reason why is because they're they're, they're um, vegetarian or uh, herbivores, so mm-hmm. they can't really find the food they need in the deep packed snow, so they have to travel oh. 3,000 miles. That makes sense. It does. Yeah. So one animal that I 
was loosely associated for me with Christmas, but I didn't realize how much it was associated with Christmas, is a donkey. Have you heard that song, Dominique the Donkey? Yes. Did you show us? You showed us last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I did. I showed you guys last year. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, Dominique the Donkey, if you haven't heard that song, it's hilarious. Look it up. (laughs) And I'm Uh, pretty sure I sang it for like a year. (laughs) You did. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sing it right now, but it's a good song. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they are actually, um, they're domesticated, but they're originally from Africa. I had no clue. Um, until recently yeah they're originally from africa and they were brought here um, obviously for farming and moving things and now we associate them because a lot of um, spanish countries have them or um, some like mexico not that is not a spanish country (laughs) um, spanish-speaking country yes but mexico and some of those other places have a lot of these because um, they're a little bit smaller and more compact and that's more of their habitat so they're from like the sand, uh, the sandy areas of like Africa had no idea domesticated over 3000 years ago. Wild. Didn't know that, but they're associated with Christmas, a polar bear only because of the only way that it got in was because like, that's like a common Christmas card theme. I had no idea. Or Coca-Cola. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Coca-Cola. Oh, um, I always think, no, that is a, that is a different commercial. I was thinking of the Clydesdale horses, but that is something else. <laughs> um, yes, that is. <laughs> so, and they can survive in cold climates, really cold climates. Um, so they're yeah. pretty. Polar think, bears are so cool. They're very impressive. They have a ridiculously large fat layer as well. Yeah. Like. But it's not as large as you would think. Like. Okay, so how polar bears are designed, everything about them says that they shouldn't be able to survive where they survive. So like when they get in the water, they don't have, like most marine mammals or mammals that go in and out of the water, they have two different layers of fur. Uh So the bottom layer is what keeps them dry and warm. And the top layer is the waterproof layer. And the water just rolls off of it instead of getting deep down into it. Polar bears, they don't have that. They get in the water, their entire body is soaked. Which wow. they're, they're jumping into Arctic water. Like, how does that why? work? And their their blubber layer compared to their body size is nowhere near like the ratio it should be to keep them as warm as it is. Because if you think about like the blubber layer of a whale, uh-huh. it's huge. And theirs are only a couple inches, which compared to bears that live on land. There's not much difference, but these guys are jumping into ice baths. Wow. I guess I, I guess it would. I'm curious. I should have looked this up. Did not. But how much they're actually consuming throughout the winter, and things like that. Are they are they consuming more before the harsh winter sets in, or more? Because if that fat layer is so thin, you get pretty hungry at some point. I know I would. I'm already yeah. hungry. I think they just eat all year, but I mean, obviously one of the issues with polar bears right now is them being able to find their food because they hunt off of the ice packs and Uh ice packs are going away. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. So, yeah. So love polar bears, penguins, obviously. Um, Didn't Coca-Cola do one on penguins too? I think so. I think they did. Yeah. So they did one too, but... I didn't even think about the polar bears. No polar bear is just going to chill like that and drink a Coca-Cola. 
Brock? It's just not normal. <laughs> um, My professor in college, he, he loved polar bears. And he w- would always joke that, you know, whatever job it was, it was like the graduate assistants, their job to go do. But when it came to polar bears, that was the underclassmen who couldn't pass chemistry. Because <laughs> 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 they're so mean. <laughs> Another one is a partridge. So like in the song, which doesn't really do any good here because partridge are not native to North America at all. Uh-uh. They're a European species. Of course, it's a bird and I know where it belongs. Um, I don't even know <laughs> what a partridge looks like. They're related to um, like chickens and turkeys. Okay. And so they're Are like, they related to like quail? Like that's what I picture in my brain is like kind of like a quail. It looks yeah. like honestly a combination between a quail and a dove. They're like. They're gotcha. like in between that that kind of size ish. And then they're also they're a little bit fatter in the belly and area. Mm-hmm. So and then turtle doves. Yeah. I have no idea what a turtle dove is. Like well, I, obviously it's a bird and it's a dove, but I have no idea what they look like. Yeah, they're both of these are old world species, so European species yeah. is what we refer to. Um, but they look really similar to like morning doves or uh, Eurasian collar doves oh. that we have over here. So they're very similar. Cool. Um, all right. French hens. Oh, oh, I forgot about and the two French hens. Well, obviously they're French, so <laughs> oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Isn't there like, there's like so many birds in that song. All right. Because I heard <laughs> if you actually give somebody the 12 days of Christmas, it's like mostly birds. Which is fine with me. I know. As long as we're not releasing them. <laughs> I know what we're getting Mike for okay. Christmas. So what is 12? <laughs> is that what did you drummers say? drumming or something like that? 11. Is that geese laying? No, six geese laying. Six geese laying. Five uh, golden rings. I, I, don't, I don't remember. Four. There's something about lords a-leaping. Oh, yeah. Somewhere yes. in there. Four calling birds. Three French hens, two, two. Yeah, most of it's birds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. most of it's birds. That's like a, that's like a ter- well, unless you're eating them all, it's a terrible Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this just seems like work for me. <laughs> all right, we're going to get to a hard question. I know it's going to poke some nerves here. Not like Uh-oh. inappropriate or get anyone in trouble. Don't think that at all. Are you, I know, I know Melissa's stance on this, real Christmas tree or fake? Cheryl, you first. Oh. We have a fake. Okay. But growing up, we always did real. So I'm a little bit of both. I do miss the real. I just miss the tradition of going out and picking it out and, you know, decorating it. But I remember (laughs) at the end of the season, my mom and dad dragging that tree out of the house (laughs) and the needles just it's like, poof, they yeah, just fall. They just like <laughs> disappear. You shake the tree, the whole thing drops. Yeah, you just like poke it and it sheds. <laughs> um, I like my fake tree because I'm one of those people that put their tree up very early. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like June 7th early. <laughs> <laughs> this year I was very tempted to. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like to decorate early. So the... Fake tree allows me to do that. Melissa? So. Okay, so I grew up 
with I'm like the opposite. I grew up with a fake oh. tree. Oh, yeah. And David did too, my husband. But he had always wanted to cut down a tree and like do live trees. And <laughs> so when my daughter was born, she was two weeks old, and I decided to surprise him and take him to a Christmas tree farm to cut down like our own Christmas tree. So now that's like our thing as we go and cut down trees. We still haven't oh. even gotten ours yet, mainly because we're not living in our house yet. You, you can't. You know. But like <laughs> this weekend, we have to because all the Christmas tree farms close. <laughs> <laughs> it's going up in the camper. <laughs> Just put it inside. You'll get to it when you get to it. Right. Yeah. And the first year, I wasn't very excited about it because David had like sold me on this they smell amazing and all of this stuff well apparently the variety we got they don't actually smell good uh, <laughs> so there was no smell so i lit candles all over the place to pretend that it smelled <laughs> yeah so now we make sure that we get one that actually gives off that scent so we do a fake tree in my house but i grew up like cheryl with a live tree but when i was in middle school I drew my line with my dad. Um, he got a tree and we decorated it and he was looking at it and there was a bare spot and he hated it. Like completely hated it. Aww. And my dad is like, my dad's like me. I'm like my dad. I love Christmas. He loved Christmas. Like, cause it was the time like he got to be home for a while cause uh -huh. he was a truck driver. So anyway, long story short, he hated it so much that he took all the ornaments, all the lights, everything off of the tree threw the tree out and went and got another one. Oh my god. I was like no one's helping you. I hope you know that. Like I'm not doing this again. So and then my wife's like really picky about how the tree's supposed to be done. So yeah. so wait, ooh, ooh, here's another good one. Lights on the tree. White, red, or multicolored. Ooh. We we have white. Melissa? I have no idea what we have. <laughs> we got lights. I love the multicolored ones, but my wife insists we have white lights. So they're so classy. I think we have white. <laughs> they do but give I like don't that know for sure. that like warm. Yeah. Like over in the corner. I, I would that. like if it was up to me, I'd have like well, I don't know about now because flashing lights give me headaches now. But like younger me would have been like, oh, I want the tree that's like lighting up and like flashing like yeah. yeah but, but not now. I can't. I don't know if I can handle it anymore. <laughs> Did you guys ever have, maybe when you were little, so when I was little, we would have like miniature Christmas trees in our rooms. Yeah. And we had those, they looked like candles, but they were like bubble light. <gasps> My mom had those. They were so cool. It was like your night light too. It was. There it was. was one, right? There was one in the bathroom. I remember it. Yeah. So. Aww. <laughs> That's what I need. I need a night light in the bathroom. That's smart. <laughs> Do you guys do real wreaths or fake wreaths? Oh, well, before basically we're dissecting everybody's life and what they do I for know. Christmas today. <laughs> but, but I but, love it. I love people's traditions. I know. Before I worked here, I never made a wreath, never made anything. <laughs> but when I was hired on, I, um, I got to do the wreath and swag program, and I love it i love it and so that's what we do um the guys will go out and trim you know like a couple branches of pines like different pines and then we make wreaths 
and something called a swag. It's kind of where you take branches and tie them together and put really pretty bow on it. So, so now I'm going to go with real. Real? For sure. Melissa? Did you make one this year? I didn't. I need to. <laughs> I need to. We're going to go out and clip pines after this. I was going to say, go clip some pines. <laughs> I know. <laughs> make me one. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of time here. Um, we honestly never really did wreaths. I think last year was like the first year I actually had a wreath because I helped Cheryl at the you wreath and swag program. That was so fun. And we made Mickey Mouse ones. They were so cute. Were so How did cute. I not see this? That's because I didn't help with the wreath and swag program. Last year. You had so, to have seen it. I'm, I told everybody about this. Like, I'm telling you I made until my this own moment. Bow. No idea. I had my own idea. Like, yes. Well, that's I don't like I... crafts for those of you listening. I Crafts are not my thing. See, I will I, bake cookies and decorate cookies all day. Crafts are not it. Well, that's because you get a reward after. You get to eat said cookie. Yeah. The other thing just sits Do you know there. how much frosting I make so that I have enough to, like, eat bowls of frosting? Oh, we're going to get to cookies and baked goods. Don't you worry. So we do fake wreaths only because they're given. Like, Rachel's mom, like, gives us her old ones. Oh, she yeah. gets a new one every year. Oh, really? She does what? seasonal really? wreaths, too. Oh, dude, it is wild. They're My so mother-in-law. Oh. she loves wreaths she's like well i don't i think she like buys like the bear part of it like the bear wreath like the ring, and then yeah. decorates it herself i think that's so so we get fun. like some old ones are pretty cool but i i mean i wouldn't be opposed to a real one at all and then we had we had a bunch of leftover ones from our wedding like those grapevine ones and we just use those all the time like we have one for each season oh, that nice. rachel hangs up on the door so <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so I love holiday traditions, and we're going to get one right here. All right, favorite cookie slash baked good. Oh, boy. That's well, not fair. <laughs> she's like, you're going to narrow me down to one, <laughs> just one. All right, we can do a cookie and baked good. We'll, we'll separate it. What's the difference? Well, Like, what would you consider a baked good that's not a cookie at Christmas time? Like a cinnamon roll or a, or a pumpkin roll or a pie or whatever. Oh, let me think. Brownie, cupcake. No. Brownie sounds so good. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna make <laughs> Melissa hungry. Is all we're gonna do. <laughs> um. Okay. So my mom is this crazy baker, and we would spend like days making hundreds, hundreds of cookies. Um. And like all different types and it it was insane. But now I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Last year we you have, did bring in the big boxes of cookies. Oh, I forgot. That wasn't even that many. Like that was like chill. Okay. That was chill, me. but still. Yeah. <laughs> like imagine like he's talking about these big boxes that are, I don't know, I don't know how many quarts. A, it's a big box like the big, big box. box of cookies yeah. we would have like 12 of those filled with different types of cookies oh my gosh so yeah but our we have a family cookie that are called zo flats and they're like cinnamon and sugar and brandy basically <laughs> they're I'll so good it. they look like waffles you use this waffle iron and you cook them on the stove and they're flat and they're the best thing you'll ever Sounds have good. in your entire life that does sound real good. I'll take 25. Okay, well, then you're going to help. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my mom i can't remember if it's like a 24 dozen batch she makes what it's an insane batch because like it takes a lot of work to make the dough and a lot of work to actually like cook them so you make the dough and then you have to let it go in the fridge overnight and then you pull it out the next day and you have to keep it as cold as possible and you roll them into balls and then you put them on this waffle iron on the stove and you can only cook two at a time so it takes four ever oh. worth it though well, so all good, good things take work though yeah but that's why we only make them once a year <laughs> <laughs> all right is that your cookie and baked good or you're just gonna go with one yeah <laughs> she's like oh. you're gonna make me hungry don't we you? don't really do anything else like like i know people make cinnamon rolls and stuff like that we don't do that we don't make pies for christmas like we are the cookie people <laughs> we're the cookie people all right Cheryl I love a good sugar cookie a good like cut out sugar cookie that's my least favorite cookie really? <laughs> yeah. oh. but then you have not had good sugar cookies uh, like when Melissa's I family's sugar cookies I wouldn't be opposed to trying them but when I think of a sugar cookie I think of like the pack you get it like a like a grocery store that's just got the shiesty no. icing on it. Oh, she is upset. <laughs> that's why they're disgusting. Like, well, I, I thought I would attempt to make my own sugar cookies because I would normally just buy the pack and just do it. Yeah. Uh, they turned out I did something wrong. Oh, no. They, they turned out pretty. <laughs> so we I know. I am not a baker at all. They, the first batch was okay. I rolled it out, refrigerated it, cut them out. The, that batch was okay. I don't know if I, like, mixed it too much. But they were like, you could chip a tooth oh, on, this, no. on this cookie. <laughs> They're not oh, good no. at all. <laughs> we have fun decorating them, but, but. You have to, like, roll them super, super thin. And, like, try not to add a ton of flour when you roll them out. Maybe that, I think that was my issue. <laughs> I was a little, I don't know, excited. We'll change this episode to Cookie Baking 101. Yeah. <laughs> with I Melissa. got you. I got you with the cookie. <laughs> it's and all was, the chemistry. I was even watching the Great British Baking Show, and I was like, I am ready. My wife does the same thing. She watches that show, and then she gets like a fire lit on her butt. She's like, I'm baking. I know. <laughs> I would be... <laughs> Fail. And they wreck their kitchens too when they're there, and that's what she does. She just like wrecks the kitchen. I can make that. Yeah. You don't even. You never even had that. Hilarious. But yeah, a good I sugar think that's cookie. the joy of baking is the giant mess that you make, and then you leave it for whoever didn't help you bake because it's yeah. their problem. <laughs> My dad always had a theory: you only have to clean if you eat the cookies. So. Which like never that. worked because he ate the cookies. So. I was going to say, like, my dad's the professional taste tester. <laughs> and I don't think he's ever cleaned I mean, <laughs> when you're making 24 dozen cookies, or you guys are probably making 85 dozen cookies realistically. Well, that's just that's just one type of cookie. <laughs> I know. That's why he's like. A bazillion. Professional taste tester for the entire county is what you should do. Everybody gets one when you guys are baking cookies. So. All right. That's like all I want to do is to get back in our camper, or not back in our camper, <laughs> back in our house. I want to get out of the camper and bake a bazillion cookies. Yes. Well, I hope you get to do that. After yes. my gestational diabetes test. <laughs> 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 Celebrate. 
<laughs> That's going to be the trailer clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> so, so my favorite Christmas cookie um, is easily Snickerdoodles. I love those, those things. But what makes it hard is my mom, before she passed away, she did something to those cookies, and I cannot recreate it. I watched oh. her like 20 times. Like, because, you know, sometimes if you, like, after, like, a snickerdoodle, if they make it that long, if you let them go for a few days, they get a little tough. Yeah. Hers were the softest. And I, I, I've i spent, like, the last five years trying to figure out what she did. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you have her recipe? I do. I think she, like, punched the dough or something. I've tried everything. I tried refrigerating it. I tried not refrigerating. I've done, honestly, every avenue I could try. This makes me want to fix this for you. Oh, yeah. I want to. I, I got to figure it out. Like, like, give it to Melissa. Because you know how after <laughs> they bake, they rise up a little bit and then they settle back down? Yeah. Hers stayed yeah. big. Oh. Okay. There's some. I can't remember which one you add more of. There's something that you add more for them to stay like that. Oh, is it but that? But I can't um, remember which ingredient it, oh my it gosh. is. What's the stuff? That, baking little, powder or soda? Not baking powder or soda. It's something else. Cream of tartar. Cream of tartar. That might be what it is. And like. When I watched my mom, I remember very distinctly, like, every time she was baking, like, it, it never seemed, it looked like she was precise on things, but, like, I feel like there was always a little bit more that, like, snuck into things. So, even though baking is, like Melissa said, chemistry, and it needs to be precise. Yeah, you have to yeah. be very precise, and especially with, like, flour and, like, sifting your flour and making sure that you don't pack it and all of that sort of yeah. stuff. But it also comes down to, like atmosphere too so if it's like snowing like it is today sometimes you have to add more flour because there's so much moisture in the air like what this is so my mom has my mom taught me how to you i don't use a mixer i use my hand because you can feel the dough and you can tell like oh it needs more of this or needs less of this or yeah well i noticed on the great various baking show like they weigh everything they do they don't measure anything. And yeah. I asked Rachel why, and she's like, oh, it's because you're packing it down. Like, what do we got these measuring cups for? Let's get a scale. Right. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to do this, let's do it right. <laughs> so. True. And I also love nut coils. So my mom used to make this sweet bread, and then you add walnuts to it, and you mix it up, and then you cut the dough and twist it, and then you put icing on it. Oh, Ooh, that sounds delicious. That's okay. So good. Anyway, any excuse to use a bread maker is not a bad yeah. one. Did you try that? Did you try to make that one? I can I can redo those. Those yeah. those were my favorite, like that and cinnamon rolls, like growing up. Like she did those other times in Christmas. Yeah. So like I got to see those a lot. So I have got those down. I can nice. do those without the recipes and stuff now. Ooh, ooh. Woohoo. That's exciting. Yeah. You'll get those snickerdoodles. I know. I'm You'll get them. That's like my life goal right there is to make sure I figure out what's going on there. All right, so Christmas is a wonderful time. First off, here's one childhood Christmas memory that I will never forget. Do you guys remember the group Hanson Brothers? Uh I'm going to assume you guys know who that is. Of course. Okay, so my sister is a little bit older than you guys, just a little bit. So she was like Hanson obsessed. Do you guys know they had a Christmas album? Yes. No. They used to... (laughs) I remember that whole album. Do you? My mom and sister used to play it all the time. Like, huh? oh my gosh. Oh, 
They have a whole Christmas album. It's not that bad, actually. Now that yeah. I re-listen to it when I'm older, it's not terrible. That's so funny. So, I like Amy Grant for Christmas music. I like, that's like what we grew up. I really like Michael Bublé, though. It's, that's really good. Good stuff. All his stuff is good. Yeah. So, anyway, all right, here it comes. We're going to get down to the your three Christmas movies, top three, oh. adult Uh-oh. and children. Boy. And then we'll get to our news article. So, okay. we'll start with children movies first. Your top three. You can go from three to number one. Cheryl, you first. Oh. She's like, dang it. I wanted more time. <laughs> number three. The Muppets Christmas Carol. <gasps> Gonzo is the bomb. Yes. Dot com. That's a good one. So good. Number two. Well, yeah. Elf. I love Elf. And then, number one, I'm going to clump them together. (laughs) (laughs) Cheatsy. Couldn't come up with just one. (laughs) Um, Home Alone, one and two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can clump. I'll let you clump those two. Yeah. It's the same, like, concept. Elf is the only Will Ferrell movie I do not like. (gasps) That is it. Like, he is my favorite. He is my favorite comedian of all time. Like, favorite comedy actor. I love him in everything that he's done except for Elf. Oh, man. Don't ever tell him that. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to not that he, him Not that he podcast. cares who I am. <laughs> yeah, so. That's funny. All right, Melissa. Top three kids. Okay, this is hard. Like, there's so many Christmas movies. I know, and that's what made it, like, if we had to do this for, like, Thanksgiving, there's no movies. You'd have to go with like episodes. And if we did it for Halloween, it'd be like, all right, you have three choices. <laughs> like, that's it. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. You can only pick three. <laughs> okay. So, number three is the Santa Claus, the original oh. one. Oh. Yes. I mean, that's a good one. Man. I could watch it a thousand times. Yeah. Yes. Tim Allen is so good in those. He's so good. And okay. So, we've been watching all three of them with our kids. And they're all good. Oh, yeah. Like, but I go back to the original. I like the original the best. Um, number two is Elf because you smell like beef and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are twinsies. <laughs> and then number one is The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh. All right. So number three for me is Frosty, the 1969 one, the old one, because I used to watch it on my grandpa. Aww. So. Uh-huh. It's got a little bit of sentimental there. Yeah. Number two is The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Not to take away anything from the new Grinch, which is awesome, or the old Grinch, like the short clip one. Uh-huh. They're all yeah. three great, but Jim Carrey as The Grinch is like, he's awesome. He's so good. The only yeah. part of that movie that I don't like is that Cindy Lou Who song, Where Are You Christmas? It's just not my favorite. It's the only part. I skip through it every time. Every <laughs> single time. Skip that part. Understandable. <laughs> and kind of boring. Um, this actually took this movie actually recently took over um, when it came out last year for my new Christmas kids movie. Have you seen the movie Klaus? No, no. I've never even heard. So of it. it's a Netflix movie, and it's about this uh, kind of spoiled son that gets sent to this place in some remote area. They're not real places, and uh, he winds up meeting with this guy who makes toys, who's virtually Santa Claus. Um, and like kind of how he becomes Santa Claus. And it's really good. It's awesome. Oh. I love it. If you have a chance to watch it, watch it. Klaus is great. 
All right. Now here's the good ones, the funny ones, the ones that make you giggle. Actually, some of these can bleed over into adult though too. So show your top three adult, non-kid Christmas movies. They don't have to be adult because that makes it seem like it's bad. True. (laughs) Krampus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me think. Um, I, I can only think of two. Like I have a top two that we watch. That we watch quite a bit. Um, one, the second one, number two is Scrooged. Ooh, with, with Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. That yeah. almost made my list. That would be my four. Really? Yeah. Nice. And then, I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. It's like a recreation of a Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like a modern '90s modern day. <laughs> it's like a '90s <laughs> version of a Christmas Carol. Um. And then number one is Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's we have a, to watch that every that is year. Yeah, I can't think of a third one. I don't know why. You guys, I don't even like that movie. What? Uh, I know. Uh, <sighs> I'm disgusted. My heart. I know. It's so bad. I don't love it. <laughs> this, is the, this is the most we've used the sad button ever. And this is the Christmas episode. It's supposed to be holly jolly. <laughs> Gotta be jolly. <laughs> She said the way you said it, you got to be jolly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see what you got. Uh, Okay. So number three, it's not really, okay. Mine aren't really adult movies. (laughs) (laughs) I just went through my top favorite six kid movies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So have you guys been watching, what's it called? Noel. It's on (gasps) Disney plus. Yes. No. That's a good one. It's like probably one of my new favorite movies. And like, there's this reindeer in it that's really little, and he's funny, and his name is Snow Cone, and I just think it's hysterical. <laughs> Melissa is a sucker for animals. Let's she just is. make that clear. <laughs> there is in every cute. aspect of her life, <laughs> baby animal in it. I'm in. Okay, number two. I don't know if people would consider this a Christmas movie, but Meet Me in St. Louis or Louis, however you want to say it. It's a really old movie. It has Judy Garland in it. It is fantastic. Oh, I've not seen that. Not seen it. Never heard of it until today. Yeah. But You're I'm not welcome. I'm not gonna knock it until <laughs> I try it. So it's it's good. I mean they like it's like an old school movie. They sing in it and it's not always set in Christmas, but a big portion of the movie is around Christmas time. Oh. And it's like a story of this family and I don't know, it's really good. Watch it if you haven't. Right. Um and then number one, a Christmas story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheryl's like, put it in at three. That was my <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Duh. I made it 22 hours one year. Like, Wait. I can't remember which channel plays the 24 hours of a Christmas story, yes. but I yeah. made it 22 hours and I was so proud of myself. Dude, I don't even get, like, you could play that movie any time of the year and I'm I'm fine with it. I used to watch it all the time as a kid. Like, yeah. All year round. I'm like, put that movie on. Where the... Yeah. Talk <laughs> all the time. has got the leg in the window. Yeah. <laughs> I've yet to introduce this to my kids, but I feel like it's time. Oh yeah, yeah it's definitely time. <laughs> Willow, Willow will tolerate it. Rowan will not. She's stuck on the, the Grinch one, the new Grinch. So, but all right, my top three. What are yours, Mike? All right, you ready? So ready. is a tough one. This is a really tough one for me. So a Christmas story is my number three. Um, it was a real tough one. Number two is Eight Crazy Nights. You guys oh, ever seen that? One. Yeah. I Adam Sandler's my number two. Like 
it's, it goes Will Ferrell then Adam Sandler. I wish I was a comedian. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I love Eight Crazy Nights it's Hilarious and then A Christmas Vacation. Yes. Which I didn't see until I was 19 years old. Oh, really? Yep. Had made it all that time, and I finally watched it, and I'm like, have I been living under a rock my entire That's life? so funny. <laughs> So funny. When Welcome he, to my world. when his neighbor <laughs> says something to him, and all he says is "bend over and I'll show you," yeah. I laugh every single time, <laughs> like as I like out loud every single time. And I'm just like, "This is this is the greatest <laughs> movie ever." So yeah. Anyway, Rachel, my wife hadn't seen it until after Willow was born. She oh. hadn't never seen it. So really, yeah. I was like, we've been dating for this long and married now, and you didn't tell me you hadn't seen this movie? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, yeah. So, are you guys ready for the news article? Ready. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. So, it's hard to find stuff on Christmas this year because Christmas hasn't happened. So, I basically backed up a year or two and tried to find some funny things. Um for Christmas. So I found these two articles that I thought were stinking hilarious. The first one is, <coughs> I'll read you uh, the headline, the most festive pothole in America. So <laughs> in Pennsylvania, um, this neighborhood, um, I'm not going to out any uh, specific town, but these people c had this massive pothole, um, like a big pothole, not just like like a little dinky one where you mess up your tire. Uh -huh. Like this one's literally big enough to fit a Christmas tree <laughs> in. <laughs> oh my so these people were tired of the pothole. They kept calling the city and the city did nothing about it. So what they did was is to fix it or to help people drive around it, they decorated it. Oh. So yeah. they stuck a Christmas tree <laughs> in it. One of those like, uh, what I don't know, the plastic snowmen you like put in your yard or whatever <laughs> inside of it. And like, Whoa, it saved that, a lot of people funny. from wrecking their tires and stuff Yeah, because the pictures like show like the, it before and after it would have just looked like a small pothole that you would just drive over. But that thing is deep, man. They put like an entire Christmas tree in there. Whoa. So that was wild. So, and then, uh, the next one <laughs> is this lady was, uh, Christmas decorating <laughs> oh, no. and uh, her, she was in her attic getting out the Christmas decorations and she fell through <laughs> the roof of her house. <laughs> the worst part is that she was there for 48 hours before someone realized that she had fallen through because oh, no. she couldn't get in. So her daughter had been trying to call her and call her and didn't, she didn't have her cell phone with her when she went up there. And when she fell through, she was stuck. Like her leg is dangling through with her like <laughs> Christmas socks and pants on. Oh, like it's just one leg sticking goodness. through the, the floor. And then I guess her daughter had got grown more concerned that she hadn't heard from her in two days and broke into the back door and comes in and her mom's just screaming and leg dangling like <laughs> through the floor. <laughs> so they came and rescued her and got her out. But <laughs> I thought those were both funny and um, would be beneficial would, to give her Oh, man, but so funny. Would, see, but would you laugh about it afterwards or would you just be like, I've been up here for 48 hours. Like, <laughs> it 
I think walking into the situation, I would laugh at it. If I was in the situation, I would be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) If I found my dad or my mom at the time, like falling through the ceiling, first thing I would, I I would laugh. You're right. I would laugh immediately. (laughs) And then my next question would be, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Or why didn't you just fall the rest of the way through? Like, obviously that was a soft spot. Just like. Well, I, over a little bit. What it looks like, because her one leg is through, it looks like it, it, it's only one leg. It's not both. So it, the oh. one leg might have got stuck up like this. Like oh, you're, yeah. Gotcha. Like you're squatting down. So, like, it looks very uncomfortable in my mind because you can only see her leg in the picture. You can't see the top part of her. <laughs> so I just, like, it's like when you see it in a movie, somebody's just, like, hanging out of the floor. Uh. So, yeah. I would be like, oh, how much is this going to cost to fix? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa would be like, this is new story or same story, different day. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, I hope you guys had a enjoyable time and I hope you guys have a happy, Merry Christmas, happy holidays, whatever you may celebrate. And we hope that you guys have a good Christmas. Bye. Bye. Santa Claus creeping around your house. <laughs>